Hello, and welcome back to Two Cups Between. just getting by <laughs> how are you um same yeah surviving not thriving you know not quite thriving and really barely surviving <laughs> barely but like you know we are surviving so I yeah guess that is what it is i wake up every day that's the good <laughs> part <laughs> Right. That is yeah. the good part. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Anyway. What's up? Um Wow. <laughs> it's been it's been a week. It's been a week. I it really think has been. I think every Sunday I've been thinking, like every Sunday that I've been here this semester, I've been like, I just need one, I just need this next week to be a good week. <laughs> Can the whole week just be generally good? Oh, God. And it hasn't quite happened yet. <laughs> Is what that. I've noticed. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how, that's how it's been. And really, like, the school stuff, as in, mm-hmm. like, studying, um, is not even the half of it. So Right. It's been administrative stuff at the school. Mm. It's been mm, people in general <laughs> here <laughs> and <laughs> many, many things going on. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, I've been enjoying my little space more. Good, because um, you finished decorating, or yes. not even finished. You just actually decorated. It's not even. Yeah, I just actually started something, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like um, made my space look just like slightly nicer, which is nice. And I think that effect lasted a couple days, where I was like, "This is the start of something new," and I was like, "Well, I'm still very this depressed." Is the start exactly of something. Yes, new. <laughs> exactly. Get High School Musical with it. Yes, you know? a new yes, <laughs> yes. Because they really were changing their lives from that moment <laughs> onward. <laughs> so true. And, oh, that's um, funny. and they didn't even know it at the time. They didn't even know. <laughs> it's very symbolic to where we are today. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> High school musical repeats itself. No. <laughs> oh, the lessons of history are among us. <laughs> Whoa. Life imitates art. Art imitates life. Oh, what is God. <laughs> well, yes. People say both of those things. So, uh, but um. Anyway. But yeah, I I feel like it was like oh my God, like I I did the thing. Like I'm feeling so I'm I'm organized and whatever. And then still throughout the week, I would be so exhausted, just laying in my very pretty room, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very sad and anxious and depressed yeah um and i would be like samantha this is so stupid you did all this work to make this place really happy and beautiful and it is and now you're just laying sadly here so i've been able to like laugh at myself about it a bit too that's where we're at it's like the delusional all right get up you little sad (laughs) you little sad girl big feelings (laughs) 
that's literally how I get myself through the oh day. Oh my god. And I'm like, and now we take a big gulp of water. <laughs> <laughs> You're like parenting yourself right Yes. Now. Yes. Mm. Like desperately. <laughs> desperately. <laughs> that's the only way I can with my schedule, that's the only way I can manage, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like Yeah, your schedule is whack. Five AM, four AM, three AM. <laughs> whack. Well, okay, those are t- different instances. I think the five AM is me actually waking up normally. That's when I uh-huh. wake up. If I I'm up at three AM, it's probably because I either fell asleep too early in the day the day before mm-hmm. or I've been up. <laughs> And it's 3 a.m. <laughs> like you haven't gone to bed yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's either or if it's a 3 a.m. situation. Yep. Um, I really tried to do the schedule of sleeping after class and studying throughout the night. But I really can't be productive in that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> in In that way, if I've slept and gotten up at that time. I don't know what it is, but like sleeping and getting up at that time makes me feel miserable. Like all of the negative thoughts yeah. <laughs> are just on the surface. Oh, yeah. If, but if I stay up mm-hmm. the whole day and just like, oh, I'm studying all night and then I'll sleep tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's not good either. But it's but, but it's I can not study. As bad. Yeah, I can study. That's so interesting. <laughs> um, but it is just better for me to get up early, go to class, and then study and go to bed. Mm-hmm. At like a stupid time, like eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know vom um yeah exactly exactly oh yeah were you gonna say something are you talking about sleep schedules we often talk about sleep schedules here we do talk about sleep schedules a lot just because both of ours are often fucked so (laughs) (laughs) we both suck at sleeping in different ways yeah very different ways (laughs) um i don't know I mean, that'll be my sleep schedule in a little, in a few weeks, like two Mm -hmm. weeks, because I'm working at either 5 or 6 a.m. the week of Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Terrible. Uh, And it's going to suck, dog. It's going to suck. So I'll be asleep by between 7 and 8 p.m., like every night for a week, and I will never recover. I mean, it's delightful to go to bed. It is. It's nice to go to bed that early. I'll pop a melatonin about six forty-five and wish knock the fuck out. I wish melatonin would work for me like that, but yeah, it typically I have works my for me. I mean, I'm bowl medications. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy enough on my own that I don't usually need melatonin. But I on nights like that because I don't go to bed that early usually. Right. I like to at least start that kind of work week making myself go to sleep oh my god my tart cherry concentrate would work for that because it would make me feel a little tipsy (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know if it would work for me nowadays it's that's gonna be such a hard week dog because i hate going to bed early (laughs) is that not next week oh it's the week after next week yeah it's the week after Mm. so next week i work my normal evening schedule and even then, I've been trying to go to bed so early. I've been really good. I have not stayed up past, I think, two was the latest I've stayed oh. up this week. I mean, it's only one hour better. But even yeah. last night, I was What I was, was your asleep. average? What was your average? My average my average was actually probably one. Because I went to bed at 12 for a couple of nights. Okay. Uh, okay. One, others, and then two. One okay. night. So the only mode, one night of 2 a.m. was midnight yeah <laughs> statistics um yeah 
That's it's been better cool. because okay. I you're, I need to go to sleep. With right, sleep. I'm trying. Yes. yes, yes. I'm trying to get my eight hours or roughly eight hours because eight hours is meaningless, really. But like, I need <laughs> so much more sleep than I. I mean, it seems get, like you so. need around eight hours. I probably need nine hours. Yeah, yeah. We're just <laughs> um, very different. I'm telling you, even when I can sleep as much as I can, I will still usually sleep like seven hours. And that's so. great. So that's just my <laughs> yeah. brain. I just think I'm a nine hour sleeper <laughs> kind of person. Yeah. yeah. And I know there's this whole thing of like, oh, I'm better than you because I can function on less sleep. <laughs> that's just the capitalism. And, and the, the thing is, I can function on four or five hours. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I don't know if you like... function pleasantly <laughs> or function I think efficiently. That's exactly. It doesn't mean I can't function. It's but just we can I'm do not a medium sleigh. Can we do a medium sleigh on a four or we five hours? We can absolutely do a medium sleigh exactly. on a four to five hours. And that like, is what, what I'm trying to get out of what a medium sleigh is. Is like I don't have the resources for <laughs> yeah, a sleigh. Exactly. And I don't have the wherewithal, the uh-huh. motivation, the yeah. sleep, the fuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. To do the whole thing. Exactly. Um so yeah, so we're just medium slaying. And I don't know if I'm medium slaying these days. I gotta say, even though I was the creator of the dogma, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know if that's what I've been doing, but I I feel like I've been medium slaying despite other factors in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to destroy my medium slay, you know? Exactly. oh, for sure. I totally know what you mean. That's why I- <laughs> <laughs> that's why i wear the fucking evil eye all the time yeah <laughs> to keep me from those influences that's such a good call it's really yeah. just my my aggravation towards people i think <laughs> yeah slash yeah it's people's been behaviors. a special time mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> uh for sure <laughs> scorpio season How's it been for you? You're a Pluto dominant, so I'm curious. What what revelations have been (laughs) coming up for you? It's so wild. So (laughs) a Pluto dom. Yeah, a Pluto dom. (laughs) And my my Pluto is in Scorpio. Um, My Mars is also in Scorpio. For those who don't know, yeah, that's why I'm asking you. You I know know, that's why you're asking me. Just for everyone else, you know the way that people try to be like, oh my god, you know, Pisces try to claim Rihanna because she's a Pisces, but Aries also does because she has more Aries placements, right? Um, I feel like people would argue that you're a Scorpio or a Libra (laughs) before they argue that you're a Virgo. Yeah, before the Virgo, (laughs) it's funny actually. It's kind of the same way. I mean, people probably would think I'm an Aquarius, dumbass. <laughs> Gemini. Can't yeah, I mean, before. I am very Scorpio dominant. I think my Scorpio Pluto is my number one placement, and then mm-hmm. I think my Virgo is actually my number two, my Virgo Sun. Oh, but your then Sun my, is a dominant placement. Yeah, but then remember. my my third heaviest placement is my Mars and Scorpio. So I have two very dominant Scorpio placements yeah, those before are anything else. Those are yeah, both. exactly. Yeah. So you know, whatever, but. <laughs> This Scorpio season has been really interesting for me. Uh-huh. Um, how do I even explain this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Scorpio season makes me a little toxic and then like make, it makes attracts 
I think it makes everyone a little toxic, <laughs> toxic. but it's also like attracting toxicity oh, towards yeah. me. <gasps> oh. Um, oh. So I'm dealing with that <laughs> a lot. Oh, I have story. Oh, man. No, like a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> it's um, been really interesting. And I'm trying, like, I am. I am. I'm self-aware enough to know when I'm being truly toxic. Like right before we recorded, you called me out for something toxic. But yeah, with the that, context, okay, wait, 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 it was wait. not toxic. Oh, well, it, yeah, that's what you argued after I called you out. Yeah. I don't know if I agreed. Did you think? It was I don't know. Less did toxic. You... Let me say that. Let me say that. It was less toxic than you're making it out to be. No. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Let's. <laughs> details of this incident but okay it's so funny um i never said (laughs) i never agreed that it was less toxic because of the circumstances that you also didn't know about (laughs) yes so (laughs) you're saying oh i did this toxic thing but then this thing that i didn't even know about also happened (laughs) which makes it less toxic jordan no that's not true because the intention No, the intention wasn't even toxic. Okay, yeah, that's what all toxic people say about their toxic bullshit. They're like, wow, I was just trying to like. Now I'm a toxic person. (laughs) No, okay, so that's what we need to talk about is that no one person is actually toxic. Mm -hmm. That's actually the point Mm -hmm. I was going to get at. Oh, it yeah, that's actually you. the point that you're going to get at. Sure. A lesson. Yeah, it's a sure. lesson for the listeners <laughs> about Scorpio season. Uh-huh. Um, and thank you for your uh, participation in the demonstration of that, <laughs> which up. is your refusal to acknowledge your toxic <laughs> behavior oh, that you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Anyway, God. I was toxic and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm trying to say. That was actually a very interesting situation and way more complicated than it needed to be. And, oh, I agree. Um, was so wrapped up in misunderstanding. It was not yeah. even funny. Um, right. So while my so. behavior was toxic, does that make you feel better? No. Um, um, <laughs> it doesn't, but... <laughs> While my behavior initially was unknowingly toxic, um, it was, okay. like, actually yeah. an important situation. It was, like, actually a very oh, yeah. important conversation that resulted from that. So that was interesting, right? But then, like, I have to be self-aware enough to think about, like, what prompted me to to initiate <laughs> this conversation yeah. and... Oh, how, yes, how do I yes, not do yes. that anymore? <laughs> yeah, because, uh, that's like I'm too self aware to like let shit like that happen right. going forward. Exactly, and that is okay. So that's the thing is like, no person is toxic because we can all come to an understanding and acknowledgement of something we did uh-huh. being like not so great. Right, I think it's just hard for us to come to that acknowledgement of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would agree. Um, 
we because we all know it on the inside it's just like when we hear someone say it or when we hear ourselves think it or say it ourselves Mm -hmm. we're kind of like oh man like i'm such a bad person and like feel guilty Mm -hmm. um and i don't think that's like the point yeah like it's the same way instead of thinking like oh i did this toxic thing that actually was important to do to make the situation better Mm -hmm. it's more like oh both of us had issues that ended up in this like dynamic slash scenario interaction (laughs) that i that i was a part of right and both of us learned a lesson about something that both of us need to work on yeah and i think that's like every interaction that i have with people these days (laughs) Mm. about like everything um that's rough (laughs) it's been rough (laughs) i'm not having all of that all the time it's just been like a couple of really big things yeah that have disrupted my life (laughs) for sure for sure like that disrupted my week (laughs) like that that conversation messed up my whole week um (laughs) it's really bad and then this week something else happened <laughs> that was thursday that was just two days ago That's but like to me. that was only two days ago but i know but i don't think i like told you and lee but like that happened and it totally threw off my whole day like i felt like i was gonna cry when i like saw it I feel and like i don't know why it I like had brought rece- that up in me i know uh, and and that's wild to me because i feel like I mean, I can't imagine exactly that there's so much context in that as well. I acknowledge right. that. But, like, I feel like if I received those messages, it doesn't matter. It would just piss me off. Like, it would just piss me off to no yeah. end. And I don't know why it affected me that way that day. But, like, I felt like I was going to cry. I went on my lunch and called my friend. And and I cried. Like, oh in my, my car. God. I cried, like, talking to him about it. So, it was, like, I just had to, like... I think I, I, and he was so nice. He was like, <laughs> I know, like, nicer, you know, nicer than I'm being. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I'm glad you received the nice from someone else because yeah, I don't and, know. And if I'm it's capable. actually like what I needed in that moment, right? Like I oh, actually just yes. needed him to be nice. <laughs> I needed someone to be nice and like help me figure out why this affected me so profoundly yeah. in that moment. Yeah, but like. I don't know. He was just so nice. He was like, you know, sometimes even when it's been a long time, especially if like you haven't been allowed to move on, which I haven't Mm. really like, I mean, I was the one who did the breaking up, but it was still, you know, it's still something that I Mm. have to mourn long term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, he was like, when you haven't been allowed to move on and then you finally get a chance, like this person who disrupted my whole day hadn't talked to me in like weeks maybe mm-hmm. up to, you know whatever like he had actually hadn't talked to me mm-hmm. and then he v- sends me five dollars on venmo because he to wants be to talk to communicate with you yeah and yeah. that's okay and that's what i was i texted you this morning about like uh popping out of nowhere coming up from yeah. the dead bullshit which is so scorpio season that's why it's yeah. like this time of the year as well yeah um, it's so apt yeah here's what i'll say here's what i'll say is like i think it's it would be hard for me to connect with you and be nice to you in that moment (laughs) not because (laughs) i want to be mean to you but because i would be so like worked up i would be angry that you're feeling sad about it 
as yeah. well. Not angry at you. Right. Obviously. Right. <laughs> but I would just be upset like that it's a situation like that is supposed to happen. Like it's so um, demoralizing for someone to make you feel like that. And yeah, that, it the, is. Seeing it is so frustrating. Happen, yeah. Seeing that happen in front of me makes me more angry than it makes me like, you know, nice right. and empathetic, I guess. Right, right, right. And so, yeah, exactly. And my, the person I was talking to, he was like, you know, this is incredibly like frustrating. And from this situation alone, like this is so manipulative. <laughs> Every, yes. the Venmo request and every message it's he sent so you after is so manipulative. It's very like stalker yeah. behavior. And like for me, I was like, oh, you're like, you're so right. It is incredibly manipulative. And like, I just got so frustrated that we were together for so long and I didn't acknowledge how manipulative mm-hmm. he was the whole time we were together and just like like that upset me more and that's more why i cried not like oh yeah totally re mourning anything yeah or like I mean, that's feeling realiz- like yeah realization <sighs> of having a relationship with a narcissist no matter the yeah. actual relationship <laughs> type yeah of, of what it is is like and i say narcissist like that can be like a diagnosed narcissist or like just tendencies of narcissistic behavior which mm-hmm. manipulative behavior that victimizes someone so that they have to be yeah who's not a victim (laughs) so that like the person that they're trying to be in contact with comforts them or feels bad yeah is part of narcissistic behavior like the diagnosable one so so that's why i say narcissist just to just as a disclaimer but yeah Yeah. i because obviously (laughs) i don't know if this person that we're talking about is a narcissist but uh, he has a lot. I more do remember saying that. I, I do remember saying it long yeah. ago. Yeah, he's probably a narcissist. But yeah. at the time, I was kind of just throwing that word around. <laughs> Nowadays, I think about it more seriously because it took me a long time to acknowledge um, that I think my dad is a narcissist, and I still mm-hmm. don't know if that's a real diagnosable fact. But right, um, when I was yeah. younger. I was like, no, but he can't be because he's like my inspiration and I see all this potential for him to change and I see all the good things that he's done. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) those things, all of those excuses are literally just the manifestations of the manipulative behavior. And that's like what I would say about my ex. (laughs) Exactly. So like Um, like me thinking that like I'm, oh, it's just me being empathetic towards someone who also has bad qualities because i'm able to see the good in people but that in me has been taken advantage of yeah and that's why i'm thinking those things of a person who did bad things yeah. to me right exactly and and finding that out is more hurtful than all of the things that they've done mm-hmm. <laughs> if that yep. makes sense yeah like finding out that it has this lasting effect yes is so like and it's still does like that relationship obviously it was like my first one and a really big one like it has such formative a formative impact on me Mm -hmm. and like i'm (laughs) with the person i'm talking to now i'm like actually (laughs) already like actively unlearning some things and Mm -hmm. like reconfiguring and rewiring some ways of thinking which is weird but it's interesting 
I don't know. It's not interesting. What am I trying to say? I don't know. He was definitely the right person to call when yes, I was feeling this way. Because I was definitely. like going through it, it at work. And luckily I was just in the box, like in the fridge. So <laughs> I didn't have to really talk to so anyone. The, f- the tears froze as they fell. No, I didn't face. cry. In, I didn't cry in there. <laughs> I, okay. I left the store. I like went to my car to eat my lunch and just like. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and called him and. It was okay. It's fine. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. I it was okay. Rough. It's interesting. I feel like this is very so... Scorpio season. This is very Scorpio. It's season. It's very like <laughs> transition from Scorpio season to Sagittarius season because I mm. feel like these kind of realizations are very appropriate for Scorpio season. Yeah. And then what I'm talking about of like getting more mad about it or like fed mm-hmm. up with mm-hmm. it and. Um, I think sometimes that that um, attitude can seem kind of detached to some people like, oh, just feeling angry. <laughs> yeah, just like feeling angry mm-hmm. about it and like uh, not just feeling angry in an aggressive way, but just like getting angry and fed up and then detaching. Yeah. Instead. Mm-hmm. But that's very Sagittarius. Yeah. Sagittarian energy. And I'm a Sagittarius dominant as uh, a uh, Jupiter dominant. Um, so I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like that's why you and I would react very differently to something like that. I was super angry yeah. when I found out uh, that my dad was a narcissist, and even when I thought of it, uh, it I was kind of like gaslit by a therapist <laughs> when mm. I brought it up. Mm-hmm. That also made me really angry. So I felt more angry than sad as well. Yeah, and yeah, I just think you know what it also makes me think of. We just learned. Or we just started talking about psychology uh, and, like, human development throughout Mm -hmm. your life. Psychological development. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about the five stages of grief. But I I find it interesting that um, for some people, or at least, like, the standard stages of grief, it's, like, depression Mm -hmm. before anger. It's depression and then anger. Um... And then bargaining and then, uh, mm-hmm. oh, no, it's bargaining and then depression. You get you get sad once you get hope and the hope is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get acceptance. But for mm-hmm. me, I feel like I get sad and downtrodden without really realizing. And then I get angry afterwards and fed mm-hmm. up a- about the situation instead of right. instead of really accepting it <laughs> and acknowledging it Yeah. Um, to be able to move on. But. I, I just found that interesting. I, I wonder if, like, trauma affects the stages of grief. Probably. You know? And <laughs> I abuse. would think that that's an, an uh... <laughs> like, definitely a thing. It's something yeah. I wanted to bring up in, in class, but I never got to a uh, chance to speak with the professor. I would think that's almost a given, right? Like, yeah. your trauma response is going to trigger when you are faced with grief. Yeah. And, and I, well, that to can me, change it, the way you it also th- makes me think of, like, someone who's traumatized and then has to grieve is just already going to be in a different stage of of these like standardized five stages of grief like it's just not going to show up normally for sure or or in a way that people are familiar with Mm -hmm. um and yeah i think so interesting it's yeah i i don't know i i've been thinking about that a lot and like obviously i'm thinking about the um, the amount of trauma going on right now Mm -hmm. in the world and how 
we don't really understand how people are going to psychologically react to it either. Yeah. Um, so I'm also like, nothing's a normal response. <laughs> there <laughs> is know? no normal there response. There is no normal response. And if there's no normal response, is there really a toxic response either? Hmm. Mm. Philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, is all of it toxic or is all of it a chance to actually learn something about why you're doing the things that you do? I think every op- everything is an opportunity to learn. It's just your response to that, whether you actually learn it or yeah. just... And accountability. Don't. Yeah. If well. you don't, that's a toxic. If you do learn, yeah. oh, that's right? growth. Like- right. Right. You know, it's, it's just, interesting. It's yeah, hard. it's interesting. It, well, I, I don't know. That's tell a line shit <laughs> that I've been thinking about these days um, with the astrology, and also with the astrology is, I think something you'll enjoy talking about. Hopefully, mm-hmm. is is Venus Le- entering Libra, which <laughs> I we already had so much Libra stuff going on during Libra season. It was such a strong Libra season that I'm surprised that Venus is only now entering Libra. I know. I it think it went in. Delayed. Is it because um, did it go retrograde and then come back? I think into Libra? there was a Venus retrograde. Is. But did it? I guess I it retrograded so. back into Leo, and then that's why it was in Leo for such a long time. So that makes mm. sense. But yeah, um, it's nice that Venus is like definitely officially direct and entering libra Mm -hmm. um that's such a like soothing energy for this mars and scorpio (laughs) and the lunar eclipses and all the bullshit now you all know how i feel all the time enraged and yet (laughs) calm (laughs) (laughs) right right (laughs) um yeah, I've been, I mean, it's definitely, I've been feeling the cuffing season sads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <sighs> and, yeah, I don't know, it's been interesting. It's been so, This is like, real cuffing season now. Astrological really, cuffing season is, astrological is Venus and Libra season. and Mars and Scorpio, okay? It really is. <laughs> it really is. Um, In Sagittarius so season, you're going to find your... If you're gonna find someone for cuffing season, it'll be in Sagittarius season because you're like, that is. Mm, so I want to go bad. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, going into Sagittarius season with this energy is gonna be so bizarre, unhinged. It's gonna be so unhinged. <laughs> but we'll get to it when we get yeah. to it. We're gonna talk about Sagittarius season next week, I think. Yeah, but perhaps next week. And I can tell you about my hippie auntie Jupiter oh, <laughs> world <yeah>. vibes, because <laughs> that's Sagittarius season for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Venus and Libra is so. Ugh, I, me, I, this yes. sounds so stupid, right? Talk to but me. Like <laughs> I. <laughs> objectively i think venus and libra is a really fun placement um it doesn't i'm this is truly and sam's mm-hmm. gonna like roll their eyes so hard yeah this is not me saying like, that i'm fun biased. you're already there right <laughs> i'm not saying this because i have venus and libra i have a lot of other placements that make me basically an old fuddy-duddy <laughs> right whatever but like venus and libra energy is yeah. really quite playful 
in, in and I'm thinking in like a romantic sense, right? Like there's yes. a lot of good and balance and harmony that can come from Venus and Libra in general. So well, Sam is more equipped to talk about that stuff, but like <laughs> in terms of like your interpersonal relationships, Venus and Libra is a great way to like take an objective step back. <laughs> it, mm. I think it can be quite helpful in that way in your interpersonal relationships that are not influenced by romance, let mm. me say. Mm. Cause in, in romance, Libra kind of forgets all balance. I think, um, I think Libras tend to give too much of themselves in romance or Venus and Libra placements. Like you kind of want to be accommodating in romance mm. and in your friendships. But I think, is a good way, word for yeah, that, yeah. In um, in your like friendships and your familial relationships, I think it can be much easier to like communicate effectively about what you need from someone if it's been lacking or like ways you think you could have more fun together which is important in all relationships or like it's a good time to like plan activities with people that you care about I think and like reach out and have important discussions have silly discussions mm. like it's definitely I think it can uh yeah I, I think you're right about the discussions that. yeah like a uh, balancing act and balancing discussions yeah. to sort of um bring things up that are difficult to bring up for yeah i i I was thinking um recently that like gemini libra and sagittarius i know you're probably gonna think sagittarius is a weird inclusion in this but they're kind of like the i think traditionally like the scholars of the zodiac but very different flavors Mm. of of scholar Mm -hmm. um like gemini is the type that's um almost writing a satirical comedy to point things out or like you know political satire yeah very um, gemini societal comedies um to to bring up real shit in a funny way Mm -hmm. um and then sagittarians are very like aloof uh, philosophers that are so detached from normal society that they can point out all the weird things in it Mm-hmm. you know like they point out the status quo by being so against it <laughs> so they're they're yeah. like a weird jovial quirky uncle scholar type right. <laughs> uh, energy that's very like jupiter energy um which uh you know sagittarius or is ruled by jupiter so mm-hmm. and then libra to me is almost like the the peace mediator or like the person mm-hmm. that's calling for like a global <laughs> call for ceasefire perhaps i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know if that's relevant <laughs> at all um, <laughs> not that that was happening just this morning <laughs> but um so yeah i think it's very apt and those three together like the three scholarly ener- energies of the zodiac um i think people might try to say that aquarius is part of that but aquarius is much more of an activist and Right. Also a much kooky, more active a kooky intellectual as well yeah. but quite different i think yeah um but yeah, yeah Libra, Libras are that. all about like um being like diplomats mm-hmm. um and you know like the nuns that the nuns that go to protests mm-hmm. <laughs> peace protests is very libra energy for to me for some reason um yeah I, I think it represents like what this time is for, which is why it's yeah. like in tarot as well, as well as the the um, zodiac. Like I'm thinking of like hierophant energy, even though hierophant isn't mm-hmm. necessarily uh, associated with 
Libra, but I feel like the Justice card as well as the Hierophant. It's like about marriage and cause and effect and balancing Mm -hmm. those things and acknowledging the cause and effect in things, understanding cause and effect. Right. Um, So Libra, Venus, or yeah, Venus is ruled by Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus. Words. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Libra is ruled by Venus. So this is just going to be like an exalted time for all of these things. So Mm -hmm. even though like I'm talking about discussions and we're talking about talking and that's usually a mercurial thing, very mercury, Mm. but it's like right now with Libra and Venus being at the forefront really because they're so it's gonna it's just a very powerful energy that will bleed into these other kind of areas of libran qualities right. and venusian qualities like yeah, they'll get yeah. pushed a bit harder and you'll feel that energy more yeah. so you know i think it will be an important time if you feel lacking you will feel the lacking if there is any in your <laughs> yes, relationships definitely. promise it'll get pointed out so <laughs> Because, like, we're talking about Libras are want equality and justice, Mm -hmm. but they can be an over-accommodating sign. So if you have a tendency to give way more of yourself in your relationships than you receive, you're going to feel that really hard right now. Mm -hmm. And you'll Mm -hmm. figure out how, hopefully how, to have that discussion with someone that like, hey, I need more from you. Definitely. This is not enough for me. I feel like I'm giving it all and not getting enough in return. In yeah. whatever capacity. This doesn't have to be romantic. It can even be at work that, like, you're giving too much of yourself to your job. Yeah, definitely. And even if that means you just need to personally pull back and and work your wage. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes, <Yeah>, slow quitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not even slow quitting. Just, like... Don't go above and beyond for something you're not receiving yeah. enough from. Whether it's, you know, emotional satisfaction, financial satisfaction, or compensation. Definitely. What, however you want to think about it. Because, like, you know, Libra Libra and Taurus, they're not sister signs, but they're both Venusian, yeah. Venus, Venusian mm-hmm. <laughs> signs. And Taurus is definitely, like, the slow quitting energy of, yes. like, I'm doing the work you know like i'm doing the worth of my work or whatever i don't know yeah i like i'm i'm not going above and beyond because i know my worth mm-hmm. and stand in it yep. and for libra it's it's difficult to have that balance like that's yes. like kind of taurus the is good at that all do. the time and definitely libras <laughs> want a, libras are people pleasers definitely libra and venus is a people pleasing placement Yes. <laughs> You're good at it. Okay. Because yes. <laughs> it doesn't I mean, mean you should do it. <laughs> like I'm like I'm saying about like political things going on because I'm watching mm-hmm. a lot of it. Right. Uh what's happening and it's interesting to me, I feel like Librans are also they would make good historians. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll just say I grew up with a lot of history buff bros as friends mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and would like uh having the my intellectual sparring with them <laughs> of course right. um because like you're saying it's not a mercurial type of communication it's a libra debating uh you know devil's advocate political discussion mm-hmm. rather than just like the frantic communication of of, of like a mercurial placement 
Right. And um, I like when we look at all of these political things happening and all of these summits and all of these meetings between different leaders in history, because we have more records of those things rather than like the actual warfare in previous wars. Yeah. Um, like all of those are supposed to be representative and like symbolic in history. Like, oh, when these leaders got together, it symbolized the end of this conflict or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so those sort of like hosting those political sort of, you know, in some ways people think that they're very showy and for very performative. And people argue that like these politicians are letting go of their dignity just to appease other leaders or just keep some relationships uh, harmonious. Mm-hmm. So to me, that reminds me of like a Libra sort of doing so much to accommodate and being so like appeasing that they people don't even believe them anymore (laughs) you know like people don't really see it as genuine yes um so i think that is very relevant right now (laughs) as venus is in libra right Um, even in a world scope yes a placement that's already taking action yeah yeah so it's interesting when people are like oh well that's not relating to me right now it's like oh i mean look at look at the kind of zoom out yeah even if it's not if you feel like it's not relating to you personally it's happening it is relevant in the world right now (laughs) happening look at the politics look at you know local or world or your country's politics definitely look at at what's happening to your friends even if it's not happening to you check in with somebody (laughs) <laughs> They're probably going sure. through it. Like, <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Um, I will also say I think Venus and Libra is an interesting time in romantic relationships. Like, you're gonna have this point where you're gonna feel inequity in your relationship if yeah. it's there, right? Not every relationship actually suffers from this, shockingly. So, oh. um, <laughs> not all the time. I think a lot of relationships, uh, with healthy communication and people who like understand how to communicate you suffer less from inequity yeah um and maybe you'll you just might feel it a bit more keenly now so there may just be something really small that you feel like you need versus like that's been unacknowledged yeah but even like it could literally just be something tiny it doesn't even have to be something big but like you might just notice that small thing now but also Mm. it's a very romantic placement like mm-hmm. it's uh, this is like it's like delulu <sighs> it is <laughs> it is this is like the honeymoon phase permanently so i'm Yikes. always fucked <laughs> exactly exactly i it's it's big yikes for people who have this placement like me big yikes why do you think it took me five years to break up with someone who was manipulating me every day um, <laughs> so you know it can be hard because like you can feel some boundaries slipping from you during this because you just want to be with someone romantically right i feel like like you just want to be with someone period (laughs) just just yeah want to be be, with yeah it can be a lot of that so if you're feeling clingy, I would take a step oh, back. Bro. If you're feeling needy, take a step back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's okay. <laughs> the astrology's wilding. 
I know. I saw I saw two very calm big dogs, and it took Mm -hmm. all of me to not just collapse and hug the dogs and start crying. Because I'm yeah, so exactly. affection starved right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, like, if I could just hug a person or something, <laughs> I would be really <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's very Libra and Venus for uh, people who deny affection at every at the other same time, day of the week. At the same time, my crush like kind of laid on <laughs> my shoulders like the other day. Oh. And it, it was like a late realization. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah! <laughs> when you're fine. so touch starved, you yeah. freak out. <laughs> it was like freaks you the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, so um, but I played it cool. <laughs> yeah, I played it cool. Even though I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. God, Yeah. I mean, for me, the way this is like (laughs) this very intense because it's my natal placement and it's (laughs) a current astrological placement. I'm feeling like I'm feeling very soft, which is why I think that thing that happened this week, my (laughs) ex sending me a Venmo request. Yeah, it like really threw me off. Yeah. So because like I've been feeling quite emotionally stable. <laughs> no, I've been feeling stable. Isn't that whack? Oh, so it, it threw up, it threw you off. Yeah, balance. it completely threw me off balance. Did you it, say? Like, wait, did you just say I've been emotionally stable? Isn't that whack? <laughs> Is that what you just? Said? That's what I said. That's what I said. Oh, God. I've been feeling like quite emotionally grounded i feel very supported i think Mm. right now is is the thing and so this kind of poking me like threw everything off yeah um and but then that makes me think how stable was it jordan (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i haven't had an emotional disturbance in a while you know yeah but like if you're only stable when you don't have any emotional disturbances (laughs) then sure you're and that's not it i haven't had no emotional disturbances. I was surprised at how <laughs> thoroughly this threw me off. Promise. Okay. Because, yes. Like, I, under- I mean, I get it. I believe. You. I've been having conf- more conflicts with my family. Yes. Than like, and you've been like outside people, and I've been tr- going that. through that and dealing with that. Yeah. But like, oh well, yeah. It's definitely, uh, yeah. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> I'm in a med school right now. I definitely understand <laughs> that. Like, everyone's at their breaking point. And like the the one like we can keep it cool the whole yeah. time until like yeah. the one thing happens that just yeah. sets us the fuck off. Exactly. Um, like so, so this was it. just something that like that like like yes. I haven't really you know like I've been frustrated with my family, but I haven't really been like for sure. I don't know, openly Here, expressing that. Here's right? why I but say this like here's why I whoa. say it like that. <laughs> Of like, oh, well, are you sure we're actually stable? I feel like we're all just being bombarded with much more than anyone could possibly sustain. Like, yes, more than that. Like, what was the threshold before? You know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And I've just felt um, I've like created enough of a bubble for myself that I feel insulated and like a little a little emotionally secure in my bubble. Mm, but when someone exactly, like exactly. tries to pop 
my bubble yeah. <laughs> or like pokes at my bubble it's terrifying yes um and, not and that i'm not keeping myself aware of what's going on in the world i very much am but i have to come back oh, to I myself didn't even, i didn't know? even think of bubble as like an isolating thing i thought of bubble as more like a it's keeping me afloat and i'm in it yeah like, that's this, what it is the shiny shimmery mm-hmm. thing that actually and like it's enough to support me but for some yeah. reason if it gets poked uh all hell will break loose. yeah <laughs> yes um, that's more where i'm at that's more what it is for me and someone poked my bubble and tried yes. to pop it because i recovered i bounced back like i felt much better yesterday yesterday was friday i'm tr- i'm saying that because i lose track of the days all the time because <laughs> i start my work week on thursday so my whole week is thrown off i don't know what day it is thursday is when that happened i was fucked for the rest of thursday like truly i felt so like obviously like i was talking about earlier i was so frustrated by this and like yeah. It just, like, made me sad that it had that effect on me. Like, mm. it was, like, a whole thing I had with myself. And, like, <laughs> I just, like, I had to, like, finish processing it, right? But yesterday, mm. I felt totally fine. I felt real good yesterday. I felt, like, you know, the the little cry I had was helpful, actually, even mm-hmm. though I hate crying. You know, I don't like mm-hmm. to cry like mm-hmm. that. But, like, mm-hmm. I felt better. And I felt more capable of handling it, especially because I, like, severed the connection. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, after I know that, that feeling. <laughs> yeah. And so it, like, felt good. I feel like a little bit of a weight is gone, you know? Like, uh-huh. I got rid of – I deleted our text thread, which we've had for – I don't know. I've known him for 15 years. So we've had this text thread for like 13. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, it was a lot of history. When Apple was invented. Yeah, practically. exactly. I'm a pretty <laughs> sentimental person. So it was like kind of hard for me to I do that. I simply don't have the space on my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> text messages. <laughs> I, I don't delete a lot of text messages. I'm just like, I have a really bad memory. I was talking to someone about this because on the same day that this happened to me, Someone that I, like, I'm friends with at work, he blocked his ex finally on social media (laughs) and stuff and, like, finally, like, deleted his number and all this stuff. And he had also been broken up with his ex Uh for a year and a half. Like, Mm, like it's also been a long time and he finally severed this connection. And I was like, holy (gasps) shit. How did we both do this today? <laughs> How did that happen? That was the day. Wait, what day was it? Friday? That was Thursday. It was Thursday. Oh, Thursday? I think, was that the day that Venus entered Libra? That was the day Mercury entered Sagittarius, baby. Mercury entered Sag on Thursday. Yeah. Holy shit, dog. Venus entered Libra the day before. Was that for- oh, on Wednesday? Okay. So, you know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> wow. that time. Astrology's fake. Astrology's fake. <laughs> Um, no, no, it was the cutting, like the cutting day. loose, the cutting loose, yeah, the cutting cord. Of like, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, and, and I really felt like phones. I bounced back yesterday. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah, felt like yeah, I bounced yeah, back. So yeah, yeah, that was, and that's good. what we're coming upon in Sagittarius season. That's what I thrive on. Like me hearing Ugh. this from you, I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. Like me hearing this from you, I feel like old me would be all judgy, judgy. Like, why did it take you that long to block someone? But me now, looking back at my younger self, who would say that, is more mm-hmm. like, 
why are you why is it so easy for you to detach from people maybe we should think about that um i should be better at detaching but this is also something i face as a scorpio dominant person i think yeah scorpio is not um, good at detaching. and i think also even libra and like i don't think libras are yeah, good, at detaching, not good at detaching either so I have a lot of placements and Venus and Libra is really difficult for this because you're, it's a people pleasing placement, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. a people pleasing placement in a season where, and Scorpios will like think about someone we've talked about this before. There's literally Sam said this on the podcast or like I said this on the podcast one time, like Scorpios will be 15 years down the road, married to someone that they love a lot and still thinking about <laughs> their first yeah. love, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Scorpios are not super good at letting go even when they've actually moved on. So I face this a lot yes. where like I'll think about something that was really impactful in my life for a long time and I'll look at it in a very Libran rose-colored glasses way. Mm. So Oh, I have that too as a Pisces. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a unique to Libras, but it is a very Libran thing to like like oh well you know here's the pros and cons list but like i don't remember a lot of cons i only remember a lot of pros you know like so it's like that delusional. shit yeah it's yeah it's very... really delusional so yeah, yeah. pisces would be like i know all the bad stuff but the bad stuff was beautiful so, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah like exactly. it's worse <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's kind of worse so anyway sorry i feel like i'm rambling today because just like well, yeah, a I, lot told of you, I told you it was going to be a lot about uh, what probably what you're going through because of the yeah. Venus <laughs> yeah. fucking I, So, Right. So, like, not only is it Scorpio season and I'm a Scorpio dominant person, so a lot of, like, bullshit is coming up for me. Mm. I am processing a lot of emotional things. I think I also said this earlier, but, like, I've, like, processed a couple of, like, bad habits I have in mm. relationships. And mm. I'm... And, and, like, pretty efficiently, which is also shocking to me. But, like, the same situation has come up after I've processed it. And it didn't affect me the same way it did pre-initial triggering of said response. Yes. So, <laughs> that's, like, maybe a complicated way to say that. But, like, I have learned some things already. Or, like, unlearned some things. Yeah. Retrained. I mean, awa- awareness is definitely part of it and then the retraining like every time you every time the behavior even comes up you're still gonna be aware yeah you know Uh, but it's gonna happen so automatically sometimes oh my gosh that's what i find i'm like oh my god (laughs) i I forgot that i wasn't learning that (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i think if you're in like a mentally or emotionally weakened state oh yeah you know you're gonna default to automatic (laughs) responses because your body is on autopilot and you're unlearn you have to actively unlearn my train of thought dude um, <laughs> okay hold on what the fuck dog <laughs> this is what i'm talking about every time um, you were saying, i, I was literally know. mid-sentence so this you're is like, never yeah, gonna come back you're like waxing poetic I was <laughs> also very libra and waxing poetic i know did you know it's 11 11 yeah, I did. Is that nice? Yeah, it's nice. Happy eleven eleven day. Good day. Good date. Good date. <laughs> I had a customer yesterday whose birthday was today. 
oh that's a good birthday 11 yeah. 11 yeah and she's As like oh i'm turning 28 i don't want to be old and i was like all right <laughs> oh wow she sucks to be 28 <laughs> i was like all right I'm 28 what? too. You can just chill, bro. <laughs> it's not that big a deal, dog. Yo, tell me why. Tell let okay. Let's talk about age. Pull. Let's pull yeah. over here. Let, <laughs> tell me. Why, tell me why I have someone in my class who's like 24. She mm-hmm. looks like she's like 16. She looks so young. Yeah. She looks like you've seen. Uh, <laughs> you've seen 3kg. Yeah. I know you've seen 3kg. Okay, yeah, I have, dog. Love just ima- imagine the style, the like early 2000s, 90s style, right? Okay. Skinny, skinny, skinny oh. Karina Kapoor. Okay. Skinny Karina Kapoor. That's yeah. what this girl's like. Like barely has a full shirt. Yep. In her Love wardrobe. <laughs> um, And is so, is so like slim and she looks so young and she's like, mm-hmm. I want buckle fat removal. To- huh? <laughs> From where? Yeah. I was like, what? Are you removing? Because you know why? We were talking about the parotid gland. This is the stupidest shit in med school I've ever experienced. Jesus Christ. We were talking about the parotid gland. It's not that stupid, but it just feels so like bizarre to me that this is brought up. I have to tell yeah. you something I've learned about the people here. So many people want to get like cosmetic procedures done, which is totally within everyone's right. Mm-hmm. But as someone who struggles so much with self-image, being around people who are only pointing out their flaws and talking about procedures they want done is an interesting experience. Um, That being said, so this 24-year-old who looks like a 16-year-old wants buckle fat removal. And Mm -hmm. I was like, to this person, I won't say her name, obviously. I was like, you look so young. That's going to make you look old, like... I, yep. You don't understand when you're when you're older, you're gonna be like wishing that you had the face that you had, that it looks younger, your skin is nice, like all this stuff. Like, why do you want to look like a fucking skeleton horse, <laughs> mm-hmm. dude? Um, and possibly injure your your glands and your cheeks, bro. Right. Like that's what we were talking about. That's why she brought it up. Is like, oh, is it dangerous to get buckle fat removal? And we're like, oh, it's an interesting question. Cause she and she was like, cause I want it. And oh I was like, excuse God. the fuck me. Um, but anyway, yeah, people <laughs> people thinking that their mid to late 20s is old is wild to me. It's so still, bizarre. It's still wild to me. I'm just like, dog, whatever. <laughs> I was literally talking to a 20-year-old co-worker yesterday. He was like, time has moved so fast. It's going to blink. It'll be 45 years from now. I was like, I just, dude, nothing matters. None of this matters. Yo, none of that matters. And none also, of this matters. let me say, as someone who is 28, uh, most of the people I know younger than me are less mm. interesting than the people I know who are older than me. Woo! Say like, it again. Nobody has a fucking personality yet. No one has an opinion that's yeah. worth shit. You haven't Before experienced you, enough life. Even even us at 28, it's like we're saying this and that sounds exactly. like stupid. But like, it's like we haven't even experienced enough That's life to I'm be saying. particularly interesting. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, like, come on. Yo. Chill. Yeah. Being, all... Like, aging is a privilege, you know? Exactly. Like, That's also, yes. Aging is a privilege. It's a beautiful thing to grow older. 
You haven't even experienced the best years of your life at 20 years old. We haven't experienced the best years of our life at 28 years old. We definitely haven't. I hope not. You might think you have, but (laughs) we have not. Dear God, I hope not. I know. I had some good times. I'm like, sure. I've definitely had some good times. Drunk on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. Great moments. But it's like, you know, we have so much more life to live unless we don't and the world ends in five years, well, which I'm not. Listen, I'm also not opposed to that. <laughs> I mean, five years is also a long time. And I feel like yeah. we've said this exact, I'm having deja vu right now. I feel like we've had this exact exchange on this podcast. Oh, God. I feel like you've definitely been like, if the world ends in five years, I was like, that's a long estimate. And right. I feel like we just said that again because it's kind of true. It's kind of true. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting don't closer to that being true. Um, um, yeah, it's just it's wild when people complain wild. about their age like that. I'm like, um, yeah, ugh, I don't have time for that. I just told people I'm almost thirty. They don't believe me, but <laughs> I just tell them I'm like I'm almost thirty. I don't have the patience for whatever. Yeah. Like I don't have the time to worry about whatever. I have other things I want to do. I don't care about this. Like, there's a lot of stuff I don't care about as I've gotten older because none of it fucking matters. Totally, totally. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm quite nihilistic, I should say. This is not everybody's opinion. Some people are like, everything matters. And I'm like, nothing matters. So I can do whatever I I want. I mean, I think that (laughs) matters, dog. I think everyone matters. Yes, everyone matters. But I think. But I think none of this. A lot of things don't matter. A lot of things don't matter. Yeah, precisely. Uh, um, and everyone like, pe- matters. Everyone people, is important. I I just uh, let's just say, regarding what's going on in the world, people complaining about their age or like how they look. I mean, I get it. I get being like insecure, but I just think putting things in perspective. I just can't be bothered to care about stuff like that yeah <laughs> these days people complaining about i'm tired of drinking water because it tastes boring huh <laughs> is that a thing yeah you know about the water talk girlies oh i know the water talk girlies but and like you know what you know what's man- the thing, the thing that. that's manifested the water talk girlies is people literally being tired of drinking water and needing needing a Ugh. beverage like i know this three beverage culture i'm a part of it mm-hmm. <laughs> but i love drinking water right. I love drinking water, water is one of the three beverages. water is one third of the beverages of the three beverage theory exactly oh is, i don't know if it's a theory it's more like a lifestyle but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right and like yeah. on the one hand so here's where my like nothing matters like none of this fucking matters comes in right like <laughs> yeah if you don't want to drink plain water and you want to make these sugar-filled concoctions uh-huh. fine dude i don't know <laughs> rot your teeth Rot your body from the inside out i, I mean that's fuck. also true that's also it's true. not my water i'm drinking my plain water from my filtered fridge thingy. But you know what else? You know what else? I'm really fucking lucky to be able to go to my fridge and get some fucking clean water. I know. Yeah, okay. That's true. <laughs> this is part of nihilism that people don't talk about. You it yeah, helps think. you be more grateful. None of it matters. That's, so well, be grateful for the things you do have. To, I feel like that's what it's supposed right. to be. Yeah. I don't know if it's not supposed doing to it be like it doesn't like it's it is a bit glass half empty kind of all the time, right? Because it's just yes, nothing is important, but everything's important. But that and that's the part that people forget. Everything is important because nothing's important. So yeah. like being grateful, being I don't know, acknowledging 
that things in your life are hard, but mm. things in your life are also great. Yeah, and see that that's what I'm saying. Balance, this is, this Libra, is Sagittarius balance. Energy. <laughs> I, I this feel is like also you, Sagittarius energy. I, I feel like you, um, especially you, <laughs> the way that I'm a little scared of Libra <laughs> energy is mm-hmm. the same way that you're a little scared of Sagittarius energy. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is really what it is. Like people think that Sagittarius is an optimist in a way um but i think when people like for me you've described me as jovial before mm-hmm. um we have recorded evidence <laughs> <laughs> or wait is it jovial or is it exuberant no, it's, it's exuberant. exuberant which is not necessarily the same thing as it's jovial, not necessarily so. the same thing as jovial but it is like <laughs> in a similar flavor palette i think of, <laughs> more or less of, of like someone who is like a bit brighter and optimistic despite it all i think you know? that's the connotation and then when then we talked about it and that's not exactly what i meant but yeah yeah um but i i here here's here's why i say it like that is like mm-hmm. i don't think sagittarius is like a stupid jovial jester yeah <laughs> type no either. no 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 it is this kind of like gives no fucks energy and that's mm-hmm. why they seem so happy because mm-hmm. they're not being so dragged down by the stuff that everyone else is caring right. about. That's stupid. I tend to think <laughs> that Sagittarians, um, in a negative sense, I would call them selfish. And that's yes because I have a bad here's why. like no. relationship with Sagittarius. But well, also, here's why. It's, here's why. it's a Virgo thing because Virgos <laughs> care Virgos way are, too much yeah. about all the unimportant shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true. Virgos care. I think Virgos tend to look outward, and Sagittarians are like, "Well, all of this is not important. Yeah, like all, all the societal sure bullshit. Anyway. So I can do whatever I want, yes, and yes, it's very yes. much about them, which is also a positive yes. aspect, right? Like, yes, yeah. Uh, Virgos but, like, tend to worry Virgo- more about other people. A it's Virgo, yes, that's a true. disservice to a Virgo, really. Yes, no, uh, and. I feel like, I don't know if I've said this before, but I've thought it. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> a Virgo placement is good for everyone around the Virgo placement, not yes. the person with the Virgo placement ever. Yeah. It's like never of yeah. service for them to be a Virgo, oh but it's God, good to true. have a Virgo friend, Virgo yes. coworker. Or someone with heavy Virgo placements yeah, when your, I worked on when your I team. <laughs> worked with someone, I had like a work partner with a Virgo Mars, and I was like, this is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, we weren't great friends. <laughs> but working together was exactly enjoyable. And they felt way too much pressure from work. But yep. I enjoyed working with them. So yeah. there's that. And then my I, I've said all the time to you that I have so many carefree, give no fucks kind of placements. But because mm-hmm. I have my uh Chiron and Virgo, <laughs> yeah. I get all of the random societal pressures, just like deep deep in my like wounds you know i'm i feel like anyone who talks to me would not think that i am bound by any of those things but alas i am we live in a society (laughs) we live in a society (laughs) i think you don't reveal that to no everyone at least right away right like i'm trying to advocate for the opposite obviously yeah, and also like with it being it's so deeply attached to your wounding, you're mm-hmm. not going to show people mm, that. For sure. For so, sure. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, an interesting placement to have with all of your loosey-goosey carefreeness <laughs> <Exactly>. otherwise. <laughs> 
difficult. Like, why do you actually care about that? But it's actually <laughs> like a perfect balance, right? Like mm. maybe the intention in this life for you is to heal that, right? Yes. Like you, and obviously you know this, but as like a <laughs> kind of, mm. I don't know, I guess a talking point, like that is also something that's important to look at. I think if you're interested in astrology and your personal mm-hmm. astrology, like where does your Chiron sit and why does it feel like the opposite of everything that you <laughs> that stand you for think your ego it's yeah. like your egotistical uh placements your more right. egotistical placements that other people see and perceive yeah you. it's like the ego versus the id right oh yeah <laughs> to be oh, yeah. all psychological by about the way it, mm-hmm. i've i've seen that you can do a tarot reading of what your ego represents versus your id and your super ego. Yo, and I was like, yeah, I need to do that. But I don't know if I want to dive into that. <laughs> that, know, sounds, that sounds like fun. Sounds fun. We should do that. Um, I, need to, I need to do more tarot. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I think like that's like a big... If you want this in psychology terms, like your Chiron <sighs> is more like your id, which yeah. you don't... It's your inner life. You don't really reveal that. Mm-hmm. And your you know sun, sun signs your, your, your outer three. placements yeah, yeah those are your three, ego really. yeah those yeah. are your ego like the way you want to move through the world the way you express yourself outwardly yes like you know it's so interesting mm. look astrology is math and science and don't talk psychology. to me about it and psychology <laughs> don't fucking talk to me about it okay and don't tell me i'm trying to explain this to people lately Here's what you don't understand. This oh. is rooted in science, math, and, <laughs> and, psychology. and psychology. If you think all that's fake, then you could say that astrology is fake. <laughs> but it's not. If you believe in all that. <laughs> oh. People have no idea. No idea. <laughs> not a clue. Whatever, dog. Um. So well, fun. I know we've gone on some tangents. Oh, we've gone on a lot of tangents. I can't believe my mom interrupted my beautiful train of thought. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry that I also have no idea because she came that's in talking right. about bagels and it also yeah. made me distracted because I was like, actually, that sounds pretty good. I actually also want a bagel. Yeah, <laughs> right now sounds great. It's like a rainy day. I could go get a little bagel and like yeah, a, it's a very cloudy bev. here and cold, so I can't wait for a bagel. what i heard today (laughs) this is gonna be about something that people didn't know please tell me please tell me yeah um gaza is smaller Mm. than raleigh oh yes i saw that today and that is a very good perspective perception for for people who need that yeah if you've ever been to raleigh north carolina or you know anything about raleigh north carolina gaza Mm. is smaller than that one and, and Raleigh is yeah, Raleigh is not a very big city. Uh-huh. Period. And then you want to talk about a a city that's been bombed. Uh-huh. The and most terrorized densely for popu- 30 days. It's the most densely populated place in the world. People are estimating. Mhm. Um yeah. 30 days of bombing and terrorizing on a city smaller than a very small. Yeah, than the city. capital of North Carolina like Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's people, your perspective for the day. I think people look at the news about Gaza and they're just like assuming that's just the vague Middle East. Yeah. I feel like people do that a lot, like even with the Syrian conflicts. 
Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, if I just say that's the vague Middle East, it's covering so much land that like it's almost like I can't perceive it anymore. <laughs> so yep. it's fine. People do that the same stuff with like the Congo and just say like, oh, that's just like spanning Africa when really it's not. And it's like a very specific not. warfare. Ugh, yeah, it's just. And, and And I think I actually think this is like a really big failing of the U.S. education system. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're so U.S. focused that they really don't bother teaching us about at least in public education. Private education is probably more thorough, but like, yeah, they don't bother teaching. Well, us I don't know if private about the education world. is more <laughs> thorough because well. And and to think of it, the education system worldwide, I mean, I guess, like, the developed Asian countries are teaching mm-hmm. more, like, Asian history um, rather than global history. But any anywhere that's been colonized is, is learning European history. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the U.S. is, is only learning U.S. history, which is so bizarre because yeah. U.S. history is, like, nothing compared to... Exactly. But also what I mean by that is, like, we have no sense of world geography. No. You don't world really geography learn geography or, or, <laughs> or like, geopolitics. Yeah, or geopolitics, like, the role of the U.S. Like, we learn such mm-hmm. an isolated part of world history that it's mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just think that's contributed to people being finding it so easy to ignore um, what's happening in Gaza. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I've just been thinking about that stuff a lot these days as well, obviously. I get up every day thinking about it, too. Yeah. This isn't um, a time to ignore it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, Trevor, even if Trevor you want to bring Noah. it back to oh. the astrology. Sorry. Even if you want to bring it back to astrology, Mercury and Sagittarius, Venus yeah, and Libra, exactly. you cannot ignore this stuff. Like me talking about my bubble. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Me talking about my bubble, that's for my personal well-being in my private time but this is that does not mean that i'm not aware and yeah, not bubbles doing the things are that still i still transparent so you can look out mm-hmm. i still know what's going on and i'm still doing the things that i have the capacity for mm-hmm. i'm not ignoring you know and we it's like you can't ignore it even mm-hmm. though and like i also understand the emotional weight that this has on a lot of people who are affected by it in various ways so Mm -hmm. it's you know just know your limits know your capacity do what you can if you are a white non-jewish person do more than everyone else right (laughs) honestly (laughs) to be honest but that is not the main people that i've been seeing yeah that's not what's happening but if you're white and non-jewish you need to do more (laughs) yeah you need to i don't know share more things Talk about it with more people. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Like, I know there's this whole thing of, like, I don't want to share stuff and be wrong about things. Like, you don't have to take that crazy of a stance. Nope. <laughs> no. And you also don't have to be a historian educator either because mm-hmm. there are people doing that and you can go yep. look up their stuff yep. and support their work because mm-hmm. that's what they've studied to do. um that's the purpose that like whenever people would be like oh you want to major in history that doesn't serve any purpose (laughs) you know stuff like that and it's like oh yeah you just you just study to become a professor but then guess what happens is that when in times of war 
all of the journalists and all of the news anchors are talking to these historians and these professors because mm-hmm. we need people the purpose of philo- uh, philosoph- uh, philosophers and just like philosophy in general and all of these debates is to have keep these discussions around as mm-hmm. things are happening instead of mm-hmm. after they happen um yep. in like history books where like i said the things in history books are not going to be the people who died or like their stories mm-hmm. it's just going to be these like political meetings yep when the winners read- write history <laughs> yeah like when we read back on even the arab springs that happened in the early 2000s mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of different because we started thinking about social media events because that mm-hmm. was so triver- uh, twitter driven mm-hmm. like all those protests were organized through twitter and that was the hallmark of that historical time in the middle east as right. well but when we talk about it many years from now and we talk about what's happening in gaza these days i'm wondering if we're going to be focusing on all these political leaders having their little statements and photo ops and stuff mm-hmm. or if we're going to be talking and doing about nothing. all of the social media activists yeah um i've been you can if you are not able to watch the news then i would follow people in palestine mm-hmm. who get on a camera on instagram that we all look at every fucking day instagram and twitter and all of the nonsense we look at and they Mm -hmm. post videos talking about it and they talk about their experiences and you don't have to know all this history and political beef to to Mm -hmm. like listen to someone's story Mm -hmm. um so those are other ways that you can still stay informed and not like ignorant um, yeah that are probably a little less emotionally heavy than Mm -hmm. like the actual news share their exactly like that's yeah. that's it that's it that's all we have to do <laughs> um is like know what we can do in our capacity i'm someone mm-hmm. who enjoys who always had an aptitude or an aptness for like history and politics and stuff and i feel like it would be like a an, an injustice for me not to invest myself in educating myself because mm-hmm. like what was the point of me being a nerd about all of that if I'm not right. going to study what's happening currently, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's like my frustration in social media is like, oh, people created platforms and they want to uplift voices and they say all these things, but then go silent when they're uncomfortable about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like, so what is your platform really? Like, what is the intention behind your work and what you're doing? Yep. Um, are you kind of putting out an ego that is not actually what you desire to be doing in life? Right. Um, I don't oh. know. Be aware of that. Be aware of that. And I think it's so, I mean, Libra is such a good placement to really reflect on your own identity mm-hmm. um because so i think libra is struggles with identity <laughs> very yeah. much um so yeah i don't know that's sort of that's sort of the the times that we're in these days i i think it's nice if we talk more about the astrology in more general terms because there's not mm-hmm. many eventful things happening compared to eclipse season mm-hmm. but there's slow moving transits happening um there's still all of the saturn aquarian <laughs> placements that we're talking about mm-hmm. pisces aquarian and all of this is related to that <laughs> all of this is related to that too and 
it's something I've thought of is like social media is starting to be more Aquarian Piscean mm-hmm. in a way. Um, slowly. Cause it's yep. a bit more community driven. I mean the algorithm and fucking <laughs> the way Twitter has changed is sort of ruining it. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, but I do think, I do think social media's purpose right now is to uplift these very important stories I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I we talked about this on the phone, but I wanted to bring it up of like my frustration of people posting normal content because yes, I'm also laughing at memes mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's getting me through the day, but then it's making me feel bad that it's taking up space on mm-hmm. timelines. Yeah. Um so I don't know the right answer to that either of like, Mm -hmm. should people just be posting what they're meant to be, you know, like their expertise, which is probably less serious stuff or recipes and stuff like that. Cause people still need to eat food. People need to laugh at things. Mm -hmm. People need to still make music and art and stuff like that. So it can't just stop either. (laughs) I do feel like there's a balance and people aren't striking that. And I also wonder with you saying people's jobs are social media, like, is there a brand non, I was going to say brand non-safe, but like, is there a, if they talk about it, does Mm -hmm. that alter their brand and then they can't get sponsorships or whatever? Do you know what I true, mean? Like, do they feel like if they say something that could cost them sponsorships? Yeah, yeah. But then it's also like, it's like is okay, that worth do it you to value <laughs> sponsorships over talking about genocide? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't you know. know. There's a whole discussion about this, right? There's a whole yes. deeper discussion about this. Yeah. So it is, I think, an issue of brand safety. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Which, For sure. if you don't know the term brand safe, it's just like, the ability to get sponsorships to work with companies and stuff like yeah, that. Right. Totally. But like there, I think there is an issue of that on top of everything else mm. when people are choosing to or not to talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they, if, if a company's not going to sponsor you because you choose to speak out about genocide, speak, yeah, I don't then know I think that's a that brand you don't want to work with. Yeah, you. exactly. Um, so you know, the there's same, a balance it's the same here. Shit I guess. Of like, if a sponsored if a sponsored brand drops you because you you said Black Lives Matter, yep. Like, wouldn't you not? Would yep. you not you be like sussed out by that brand? Exactly. For doing that? Um, yeah. But I do think that's an important consideration for people, right? Like, if that's how they I know pay their bills about, like, and maintain yeah, their lifestyle. Working like, at Amazon and not being able to say certain things and, like, right. all of that. Like, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think those are the people we're talking about who are staying yeah. silent, who definitely could be and ought to say things. Oh, for sure. And yeah. totally have, like, a privilege and a platform that would not be wrecked if a few angry people unfollowed them. Yeah. Those those are more of the people that that I don't even know if I have the right to give the side eye to, but I'm just like observing that happening. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. uh, this it's is the all... platform that I have because I have a limited <laughs> media right. platform, which is why I do want to talk about what I've been thinking about. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been mostly crying and not thinking about <laughs> rational things like this, but... Right. Um, you know, and it's all nuanced. 
But the important part is that you're educating yourself and sharing what you have learned. Yes. And And, and seeking valuable sources. (laughs) Knowing, I I just want people to know that uh, you've been told that this is so complicated that you can't learn it, but you can, you can learn about it. You can Um, learn. You don't have to go on to, you don't have to like do a whole research paper to understand this. You can read trusted articles. You can read stuff from different, different sides. You can read stuff from the official Jewish library Mm -hmm. to learn about the creation of Israel as a state. Yeah. And those are very trusted sources those are real primary sources Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have to just like watch a bunch of videos or you know i don't know and some people what i've something i've been seeing which is also very libran in my opinion is people starting to read the quran just to understand islam more Mm -hmm. um and i feel like that in their own way is them unlearning the propaganda of like yes. middle eastern represent representation and that Absolutely. is a huge step forward they don't have to yes. do anything about reading about the warfare mm-hmm. they're just educating themselves on like why has the media <laughs> made me scared to look at this issue yeah like why am i so scared to research about the middle east absolutely and reading the quran or reading about islam has shown them that it's been so propagandized to them right um, that's huge <laughs> like and people are going online and like crying about it not realizing that they would have that much of a realization mm-hmm. you know so yeah, yeah i mean mm. try to burst your own bubble <laughs> i think yep. like this bubble that you've kept yourself in um that's kept you from having difficult conversations with your loved ones and like the relationships you're in but also like the things that you don't want to talk about yeah Anyway, but yeah, many swimming thoughts in my brain mm-hmm. pond. There's a lot going on. And we're I think with the astrological season change, we're actually only going to become more aware of it. Mm. Like Sagittarius season is not a bury your head in the sand season. No. I yeah, do it, think Sagittarius uh, the, can distract themselves. For sure, for sure, but it's it's different. It's different, it's different. from burying their head in the sand cuz Yeah. I think they need to detach from people, but they can, mm-hmm. they will, they will fight the system. Like they're definitely, mm-hmm. they're definitely down to fight the system. They have that fiery, they're a fire sign still. Yeah. They have that rage um, for injustice or just like things that are keeping people from being happy and fulfilled. Right. Um, Like, Sagittarius is like a pleasure seeker rather than a yes. uh, um you know they they don't care about pleasing people they want to enjoy life. Yes. So it's not in the material way that Taurus does it's more with their experiences yes. and with their livelihoods and so they will be very stuck in their ways of living. Mm-hmm. Like um it's the very like i'm gonna live on my own and travel the world and never get married like Mm -hmm. people they're not just saying (laughs) it is a classic sag energy but when they Mm -hmm. have different philosophies on life than other people it's because they mean it and Mm -hmm. they're going to follow through with that yeah and i think people rub against sagittarius placements because it's so like stubborn in that way 
Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Sagittarians will advocate for um, justice, but in, in a way that's more like, it's like human rights uh, focused mm-hmm. or like, so that people have the right to the pursuit of happiness. Like that's what mm-hmm. they're focused on. Right. Um, and so they can have, they can be like a pleasure to have around. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like, not the most <laughs> like earthy grounded, reliable <laughs> yeah. friend. They can but, be fun, but they're the friend when you're like, not sure what to do with your life. They're the ones to show you. Yeah. You know what you're, you're truly meant to do. Like they'll bring that out of you. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's what we're moving into and it's not an easy energy. I think, especially for people who are really clinging on to whatever it is they haven't let go of yet. Scorpio season is the time to let go, but I feel like it's also the time where we realize what we're holding on to so tightly. Yes. Um, so, (laughs) so the most difficult things to let go are being brought up in this transitional period, I think. Right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, I love Lots it. Of stuff. Astrology's fake, though. Astrology's <laughs> pseudoscience, actually. <laughs> um. All right. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. yeah. What have I been doing lately? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I've been doing. I haven't been watching much media. I mean, I've been keeping up with K-pop a bit. Mm-hmm. And um talk about toxic K-pop cult Twitter. Bro, <laughs> K-pop cult Twitter culture. I was going to say culture, but like well, then that I was like mm, well, it's, it's Twitter. <laughs> it's also a cult. <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah the twitter culture and just like the fan culture has just gotten Mm. to a maximum toxic (laughs) or Mm. it's probably always been this way i've just like come to know yeah what i'm thinking also um but many things are happening i mean i think with all these libra placements and also how intense libra season was only a couple months ago or only not even a couple months ago can you believe (laughs) can you believe that that was barely recently (laughs) um but i think the theme of that is like institutions kind of crumbling casual Mm -hmm. very casual Mm -hmm. um and that's not just happening globally i feel like it's happening at my school it might be happening Mm -hmm. at many people's jobs who are listening Mm -hmm. uh especially if you work for like a corporation or whatever it is maybe some office drama hierarchy problems those sorts of things um, so I've been seeing that a lot in K-pop, which is making it very hard to enjoy. <laughs> just enjoy K-pop. Um, and then other than that, I just don't have the time to watch many things. But things I've been doing is like a little morning walk. I've talked about it before, but I've kind of upgraded it and explore around much more mm-hmm. than I used to. Um, doing anything to disrupt a routine is what I've been trying to do. And mm. it's been hard because you know, the depression has yep. me not having motivation. Right. <laughs> but I've been trying. I've been trying to decorate my room, just like changing things up. And that's mm-hmm. been helping. So I think that's a good time. It's a good time for people to start doing that. Maybe you need to be doing something new with your routine. Mm-hmm. Um, And 
Oh, I have many neurodivergent tips. But for now, since it's warm bev season, <laughs> I will talk about my neurodivergent tip for warm bevs. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm the type of neurodivergent that will take like three hours to finish a beverage sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I've been doing is using a little compass and a drinking thermos. a little. Oh, I ca- I always call it a compass. Do I, I've told you about that before, right? I thought you were talking about the brand because I knew what you were talking about because you showed me, but a thermos. Yeah, it's a thermos. Oh my God, I've totally told you about this thing where I have like this immigrant English (laughs) wrong, like incorrect English thing where I call it a compass. Uh, That's so funny. And I'm literally 28 years old and I haven't (laughs) fixed it. (laughs) Um, But it is a thermos. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It has like the little cup lid uh, as if I'm going camping or something. Mm -hmm. And that's how I enjoy tiny cups of my hot beverage and keep it hot. So it's not just tepid on my desk three hours later. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I've ruined my hot beverage. And sometimes you can microwave it, but sometimes you really can't. Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's really... It's touch and go with microwaving warm beverages. It is touch and go. Um, but yes, I that is to say I'm just trying I'm trying to do little things here and there to make me more comfortable so that I don't go absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. I've also I've started carrying a little pouch of necessities like vitamins, painkillers, um little flosser things that i use mm-hmm. not the not the ones that you're probably thinking of but the little brushes um, yes. and you know mints and mm-hmm. a little bottle of mouthwash and like wow. a little hair welcome brush. to virgo life so i need all that because <laughs> then i can stay on campus and not go home because <laughs> i'm yeah. like i'm uncomfortable because i just ate and i'm neurotic and need to brush my teeth after i eat mm-hmm. You have toothbrushy thingies. Yeah, I have little toothbrushy thingies. I have little scent thingies if I feel like I've been sweaty and gross. Mm-hmm. Um, just like little things to make me more comfortable while I'm out mm-hmm. and studying and being miserable. <laughs> it's so funny because I've carried painkillers, um, a hairbrush, mints, <laughs> um, <laughs> hand sanitizer I always have. Yeah. Like I've carried all of this stuff for years. I always have it. I know, yeah. I feel <laughs> I'll like switch it from bag to bag. I know it's a very normal. I've, I, I, I actually don't normal. think it's a very normal thing, honestly. Really? I think it's something that either you learn as you get older because you're like, oh, actually, Perhaps. it would be nice to have those things. Or <laughs> it's something you learn as like you enter like a, a quote unquote motherhood phase of your life, which I've been the mom friend for. Yes, you have. 10 years. Like, like that's always been me. So I pretty much always will have painkillers, mints, a hairbrush, like anything. I will have pretty much anything you probably need. Um, Yeah. I have added vitamins to my kit, (laughs) but that's always been my, or that has been my role for a long time. I've started carrying little teas, herbal teas. Like if I get a little upset tummy Mm -hmm. (laughs) or whatever else. And yeah, just the stuff I need. I love it. Oh, uh, upgrade your what about, what uh, emergency about, kit. Have you been doing anything special these days, or watching anything that's been exciting? Um, You're watching British Bake Off. Yeah, last <laughs> night was Bake Off night. It was a treat. My Loved sister it. said that the she knows that the Sri, there's a Sri Lankan 
and she says it reminds her of her mo- our mother. But then Aww. there's an Indian lady who reminds her of me. The Indian lady must be on a different season because there's only one brown person this really? season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering if she's talking about the new season or not. She- well, the new season has a Sri Lankan right. lady. Um, but the there, I mean, there's usually a brown person every season. Uh, I said uh. <laughs> um, sometimes one. there's more than one. But are you sure there's <laughs> not like a light skinned Indian person? Nope. <laughs> nope. They're all white. Everybody else is white. I'm wondering who. Okay, well, I'll have to ask. She her. might be talking about a different season. Um, That's what funny. have I been listening to? Um, I'm on my Snow Allegra bullshit. Oh hell yes, love her. I I haven't really been listening to anything new. I will say I was listening to your Scorpio season playlist yesterday and She Wolf came on and I haven't laughed that hard in a long that time. That is so she fucking Wolf funny. Is such a funny song. I know. It makes me laugh every time Ugh. it comes on when I listen it's to so Scorpio. Funny. <laughs> oh, like, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. And I, I watched the music video. No, do you know why I added that? Wait, I'm gonna say why I added that. Okay, okay. I added that because <laughs> <laughs> I um troll on Yik Yak, my, my university's Yik yeah. Yak, which is so funny to me. But one so thing good. I like to do is just like post about my period very graphically because um God, I don't know, funny. dudes are always talking about jacking why off not? on there. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why <laughs> so I did that once yeah. and I said that I feel like, like it was raining really hard and my period was really heavy and I was like, this makes me feel like a creature of the night <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. And then anytime even if you're posting graphic things about your period, the yak mm-hmm. bros are like, is that a female, a potential female I sense? Oh my fucking God. I must, <laughs> I must private message them. And so someone messaged me like, why do you feel like a creature? I love that you get DMs on yik yak. It's dudes. so fucking <laughs> so funny. funny. I need to send you more of them. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're trying to be all whatever. <laughs> like weird and God. sexual and i was like well have you ever seen the music video for she wolf <laughs> and listen to the lyrics that's the important yeah. part because she's trying yep. to be freed and that's why mm-hmm. that's why she's trying to yeah. embrace her dark side to free herself and that's why exactly. it's on the scorpio season playlist. you're funny <laughs> um oh i've been into tiana taylor more tiana taylor is Oh, Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Love Tiana Taylor. Um, Oh, my God. Okay. Yesterday, my Mm. friend sent me the rock remix of Cobra, the Megan Thee Stallion song, the new Megan Thee Stallion song. Excuse me? There's a rock remix. First of all, that song should be on this. Yeah, it should be. You need to put it on there. Yeah. Because that song is about hurt. Okay. Yeah, that song is is about pain. And depression. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're like vibing to it, and then you're like, oh my god. The lyric song. So sad. I'm traumatized. Um, but the rock remix is featuring Spirit Box, and Spirit Box is a female led metal group. And oh. like, the oh. way they go the fuck off. Oh. The vocalist and Spirit Women just Box do everything so better. Fucking okay, excuse me. No. First of all, <laughs> I know. God, why do you want to do everything better? That's so wild. Fucking wild. <laughs> so highly recommend the rock remix of Cobra featuring Spirit Box. Also, if you Hell like yeah. metal. Oh my God, it's 11-11 at 11-11 a.m. Let's Oh my go. God, it's your 11-11. It was my 11 an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> We're so stupid, um, dude. So stupid. But anyway, check. If you like 
if you end up liking the remix, like listen to Spirit Box. Just and for you, Sam, I would say please listen to a Spirit Box song and listen to the way this vocalist, like she can sing, and yeah. then yeah. she yeah. does heavy yeah. vocals as yeah. well. Like they don't have <laughs> yeah. a different vocalist yeah. for the heavy vocals. She <laughs> yeah. does them. Yeah, it's so yeah. impressive. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm just her vocal you know, chords are just. They are Resilient. so impressive. Yeah, they're so impressive. So Resilient. anyway. Speaking of women doing that, things better, um, mm-hmm. we've moved on to female professors finally. And Thank God. it's just a breath of fresh air. Was <laughs> fucking old farts teaching us <laughs> neuroscience and neuroanatomy because mm-hmm. they've practiced for like 60 years and have retired for like 20 years almost. Yeah. They're so fucking old dinosaurs and they <laughs> don't even know how to fucking stand at a podium and they're going to pull a Mitch McConnell but they won't retire or be <laughs> fired. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and multiple <sighs> of the best professors have left this mm-hmm. institution but Ooh. alas, we're finally done with those lectures. I only have psych for the rest of the semester, oh, mostly God. taught by women. Thank, Thank the God. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And I can get off this rock and come home for the holidays in oh, the frigid soon. weather. <laughs> soon. You're going to freeze scared. to death. Love it. Um. Anyway, that's all I, I have look this up week. that music. <laughs> I don't have any neurodivergent tips because... Um, I'm scraping by. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll try to think of more neurodivergent tips for you guys. Um, yeah. And it, just because they're what we're calling neurodivergent tips doesn't mean they're not they're everyday helpful tips. for normies. They're everyday tips. Yeah, the normies are welcome <laughs> to use them. I guess you can culturally appropriate them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's funny. Um, All right, y'all. We gotta go because I gotta get ready yeah, for work. Yeah, we gotta go. We've been rambling, but have a good week (laughs) (laughs) how do we end this so enthusiastic all right y'all we'll see you next week bye bye Bye. thanks so much for listening to this episode as always please leave a rating and review of our show on whatever platform you're listening on always find us on twitter at two cups between with the number two you can also email us at two cups between at gmail.com if you want to send us a little letter and we'll read it on the show and that's it talk to you later bye Bye. what an episode dude wow i don't know what we talked about so we were like let's change the structure and like add in this and that and then i was like i don't know i have so many thoughts yeah (laughs) I feel like this was a deviation from our normal structure, though. But I liked it. It was fun. Yes. Good, 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 good. It was nice to just, like, talk and not feel, like, pressure to really go over astrology in detail. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. This is what I wanted it to be. Like, we're a vibes forecast. This is. And (laughs) these were the vibes. Yes. These were the vibes. Okay.